Hey you guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just wanted to stop in and let you guys know before you listen to this episode that this is a part of something new that I am starting. Thanks to Anchor, I am able to offer you guys ad-free content for a very low reasonable rate and a subscription fee of $7.99 a month. So for $7.99 a month, you guys will get these episodes where there are no ads. You get the intro, we go right into the episode, you get the outro, that's it, that's all. And yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that you guys got some exclusive content coming to you guys in 2023, whether it's just me going on and on about various topics for an hour or two hours, because y'all know that your boy can talk. Y'all know the good guy Prince can talk. Or if it's me and one of my co-hosts or a panel of us, and we're just talking for, again, an hour, two hours or more, you guys will get that ad-free as long as you are subscribed for $7.99 a month. And also, also, be sure to let me know throughout how you guys are enjoying the episodes because I'm definitely going to be improving on the episodes and the content and the quality of the content that I'm giving you guys in 2023. So yes, once again, you guys, if you would like to get ad-free content like this episode that you are about to hear, please be sure to subscribe to the Royal Hour Podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever they allow you to subscribe for that $7.99 a month option. Thank you guys so much and have yourselves a wonderful day. Peace. And now let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. So I want to first off say my apologies for not dropping an episode last week. Honestly, I'd really try to dive into my reservoir and I was like, yo, I really ain't got much to offer my royal court. And I don't just want to just be talking and it's a bunch of empty space, you know, because y'all deserve a conversation. Like, that's what this is all about. Having a conversation, sharing my life, you know, aspects of my life that honestly, otherwise I wouldn't share anywhere else, maybe outside of YouTube. But, you know, with the podcast, I feel more comfortable and safe, you know, within my vulnerability. You know, you guys have heard me cry and break down on the mic before. You guys have, you know, heard me yelling, ranting and raving and venting, right? You guys have heard it all. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for not feeling judged. I'm thankful for being understood by you guys and understanding you all as well with the feedback. I am thankful for every thing that you guys have given me seriously and truly um because as this year comes to a close uh because this will be the last episode of the year by the way as you guys will see in the title (laughs) but yeah this is a closing out of a year that has been filled with nothing but trials and tribulations losses tears of joy 
tears of sadness, um, a few wins here and there, you know, and just lessons after lessons from several heartbreaks to, again, friendship fallouts, friendship breakups and having to make peace with stuff, stop trying to blame myself, which, you know, that's something that I, I feel like I'm going to be working on. And it's going to get better to where I don't blame myself for certain situations, especially when I know I didn't do anything wrong. Um, You know, because that's another thing, too. We blame ourselves oftentimes for when things don't go right, especially in the love department. We feel like, oh, it's my fault. I should have did this. I shouldn't have did that. Oh, my God, I didn't mean to hurt you. But when you're dealing with somebody who's not really honest about their feelings, you know, case in point. As this year comes to a close, unfortunately, my heart has been broken not once but twice by the same guy. And it sucks. I'm going to be honest with y'all. This shit sucks. Now, you guys know with my ex, who also you know broke my heart too a few months ago, but me and him are friends. And again, I'm thankful for that, for the relationship, you know, the partnership. It lasted for a year. It lasted for as long as it could. It was, you know, seasonal. And it was for a reason. But here it is where now it's the lifetime opportunity or the lifetime option, I should say, of us still remaining in each other's life versus just saying, all right, to hell with it. You know, and that's because if we didn't become friends, me and my ex, if we did not become friends within the confines of the relationship, chances are we would not be in each other's life. And he would just be like every other guy before him that... They say, let's be friends, but they don't really mean it, whereas he actually means it. So then, you know, we skip over to the new guy that I was seeing and things were great, you know, or so I thought. But when you are dealing with someone, because hmm, I know, right, I just dived right into this topic, y'all. Like, I ain't even set y'all up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> No foreplay, no nothing. We just went straight in, okay? Shit, a little bit of Vaseline, some coconut oil. We just went straight in. No spit, okay? <laughs> when you're dealing with somebody, though, who is broken and not flawed, it hits different. As one of my best friends told me today, and another good friend reminded me, you know, you can't love somebody that's broken. You can't. And that is from their experiences as well, and even my past experiences. So you would think, especially with my past experiences of loving other broken men before this guy, that I would be able to pick up on the signs, right? But see, back then I was a little bit younger. I'm 28. I'll be 29 in February. So, you know, but the early 20-year-old something version of me, you know, hey, yeah, they were broken and I still was trying to love them, but they pushed me away, either harshly or softly. They pushed me away. But when someone is flawed, because we all have our flaws, flaws and all, shout out Beyonce. We all have our flaws. It, it's more manageable and that is more easier. Not all the way easy. It's not a freaking cakewalk here, but it is more doable because it's like, hey, okay, I notice your flaws. You notice my flaws, but we still are able to overcome, you know, we're, we're, over, we're able to overcome that. We're able to mend fences. 
we're able to have serious conversations and not be afraid that if we do have serious conversations, oh, shit, I'm going to hurt this person's feelings. If a person's feelings are hurt in the midst of that serious conversation and they're able to communicate that to you either during the conversation or after, but not like, you know, weeks after, because, you know, that's the thing, too. Don't let it sit and fester. If you can talk about it either during the conversation or maybe a day after or, you know, within a decent amount of time. It's like, hey, when we had that conversation, damn, I did feel this way. You know, when you're able to have those conversations and then go right back to the good energy, because relationships are ugly, <laughs> not in general, but relationships take work. Friendships, romantic partnerships, hell, business partnerships, all of that shit takes work. And each relationship is different from the next, of course. So, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, relationships take work. You can't only want the good parts of it. You have to accept the bad and the ugly parts, too. You cannot only pick and choose the parts and attributes of a person that are good enough for you and ignore the rest. You can't, you, you can't, you know, do that where someone's sad or they're depressed or they're, you know, they're feeling down or, you know, they just need a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen, not to respond, but just somebody to listen. Listen so as not to respond. Just listen to understand. Listen so as to understand. You know? It's like, again, you can't love somebody who's broken. No matter how much tender loving... Oh, Jesus Christ, not tonight, y'all. Please, I'm not trying to cry on the mic. I'm talking to spirit and talking to God in the universe. Because I, I, I cried before I started recording this. FYI. <laughs> I cried before I started recording this so it wouldn't happen, you know, on the mic. But you, no matter how much tender love and care that you pour into a person, no matter, no matter how much you allow them to take from you, and they never give anything back, well, they give the super, super below, below, five below, bare minimum, it's just like, yo, it's not, it's not okay. Because when you're left drained and when you're left empty, they don't care. They've moved on to the next victim. They've moved on to the next character in the act that is the stage play of their life. And all you can do is just send them love and light and move on. Moving on like Maya. Real talk. Moving on like Maya. Because it, it just, it hurts, man. It hurts not being able to get through to that person. It hurts, you know, because your, your mind, at least for me, and maybe others too who are listening, you know, your mind is always thinking about what could have been if things were different. What could have been if, they were flawed and not broken. And that's the thing in these past few years, like, <laughs> is that I have come across some broken people, friends who I, who, well, people who I thought were friends that I held on to for so long, but they were broken as well. And it came at such a cost to where I had to tap into that self-preservation and oust them out of my life to 
men who I fancied and, you know, dated and all of this stuff, or, you know, we were trying to build a bond, going steady, whatever, and damn, them too, broken. I would say my ex, however, he's not, he's not broken. He doesn't fit in that category. Flawed, yes. Broken, not necessarily. Not necessarily, but again, flawed, because there's a difference. Because again, I feel like if he was broken, I we couldn't, again, couldn't be friends, you know? Whereas with those who are broken, child, hey, I will continue to support you from the sidelines because that's the safest place for me to be. It's the safest place for me to be versus trying to be on that stage with you versus being in the battlefield with you because chances are you're not going to have my back. You know, and in the metaphor of the stage performance, it's a one-man show. I'm just a day player for the current act. And then once the scene is over, hey, exit stage left, as they say. <laughs> so it's just, um, it's hurtful. It is. It's hurtful. It's painful. It is. Yeah, man, it's just <sighs> fucking sucks. Because it makes you feel like love is a losing game. It makes you feel like that. It seriously makes you feel like love is a losing game, but you keep betting on it like a gambler in Vegas with their last betting chip hoping that this time you will strike gold, you will reach victory, you know? Like, you're hoping that this time will be different. And e and in a way, each relationship that you step into is going to be different. It is. It's going to be different. There may be some similarities here and there, and if you remember to pick up on the red flags, the orange flags, when you see them, you're like, oh, okay, shit, damn, I see it. Fuck, now it's up to you. Hey, do you want to keep participating with this person or do you want to be like, hey, I don't think this is going to work out? Because, and also that's the other part, letting somebody down. It isn't always the easiest thing or nicest thing to do. However, it comes to a point where you have to start being the one to do it. Because oftentimes other people, that other person is too afraid to do it, even when they know that they should, so they would rather string you along. But when you when you recognize your power, when you recognize the uh, the red flags, the orange flags, when you and that causes you to step into your power and tap into that self-preservation. When you. When you realize, huh, damn, the ball is in my court now. You going to pick that ball up and dribble and shoot or you just going to play with it all day. You got to decide. And so, you know, with, like I said, with this recent situation, getting my heart broke twice by the same person, it sucks. And it, it just, it's a pain that it's familiar because, again, it's heartbreak. But this one, just like every other one, different from the last, but this one just cuts a little deeper because... Here I was being hopeful, <clears throat> hopeful and optimistic, but that was ill-fated of me. That was ill-starred of me. Because if I would have just recognized the stuff earlier, because there were hints. 
there were breadcrumbs. Because I'm the type that nowadays, for a while, I would say, for a while, Brian, <laughs> for a while, I started to become more observant, listening instead of speaking always. Because when you listen to other people, they eventually tell on themselves. You got to listen to a person long enough until they finally, you know, give themselves enough rope to hang themselves with. You got to just listen, listen, listen. And when you hear enough of the same thing over and over again, or even that gut feeling, your spirit or your ears are ringing and it's not for medical reasons. And, you know, you're just you remember where you are, remember who you who you are with, what you are doing. And it's like, oh, shit. OK, huh. Damn. You know, you pay attention to the signs and you finally get up and you make do what it do. <laughs> but that's if you're willing to do it. And in this case, with this guy. I wasn't willing to break things off. Even when he put us on ice, you know, put us on a pause, which really, in hindsight, that was his way of gently letting me down. But again, I took it as, oh, OK, well, you got this going on and I got this going on. We, you know, got our shifts and changes and transitions in life. So, yeah, maybe right now the time is just off, but we'll be back in each other's orbit. We'll be back if the universe sees fit. Me being optimistic, right? But knowing what I know now, <laughs> when he put us on ice, quote unquote, I should have really recognized what that was. That was, hey, this ain't going to work. And this is the easiest way I can let you down. Because the second time around, oh, no, that shit was whew, like a slap in the face. It felt as though my heart had got ripped out of my chest again. It was feasted upon, thrown and then thrown in my face thrown to the ground, and it was smashed into fragmented pieces that I am still picking up while recording this. But what I will make sure is that by the 31st of this month of December to close out this year, that I am in a good space mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Because I would rather that than to... I'd rather that than to um, than to carry hurt and pain and suffering into the new year, because how you start the new year off early on, you know, when you're planting seeds early in the new year, when it's time for harvest, the harvest season, that's when everything that you planted early on is coming to fruition. So be careful of the seeds that you are sowing, especially with 2024. I had a conversation with someone else, by the way, um, just the other day from my spirit family. And see how spirit works is like when spirit is on them to talk to certain people and spirit knows that you need to hear that message. They ensure that, hey, by the way, talk to so and so because it was out of the blue when she hit me up. I was like, girl, what? And everything that she was saying, I was just like, girl, did you do a reading on me on the low? And she said, no, <clears throat> she said, no, but that spirit was talking with her, you know? And so 
Hey guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder once again. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment and tell a friend to tell a friend. Because when this show grows, so do you as the royal court. So I want to thank y'all again for tuning in and just give a friendly reminder to be sure that you are sharing with your friends, your family, your lovers, hell, your one-off, jump-off, whatever the case is, and let them know the royal hour is the place to be and the podcast you want to listen to. And now back to the show. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the notorious B.I.G. Black and ugly as ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour, Prince Onyx, sent you. Ow. So as I was saying, when my friend had reached out to me, it was like, whoa. And, you know, I just kept asking questions because I like to ask questions. I get that from my mother. (laughs) But, you know, hey, you got to ask questions so that you know what's going on. Right. So, you know, asking questions. I'm just like, okay, hmm, interesting. And it just got me thinking about how the year of 2024, which if you know numerology and astrology, it ends in the number eight because two plus two is four plus four equals eight. So, you know, next year is going to be a really pivotal year for me and for everybody else. I feel like for especially all of us who have been going through it these past few years, like from 2020 to 2023, shit has not been easy. The world being shut down to the world kind of opening back up and then the world fully opening back up. And then all the, you know, the inflation, the wars, the genocide, the, the protests, the uprisings, the everything, you know what I'm saying? The strikes, the like, you know, things are going on in this world and we really got to pay attention to it, especially within our own world, you know, with our, within our own individual world like you know going back to me with the whole situation with you know mystery man the new mystery guy that was in my life you know i'm thankful for the lessons that i learned with this because it taught me just like even going back to to tevin (laughs) um going back to him and even the guys before him a few of them shit all of them really it taught me to like really acknowledge those red flags, acknowledge those orange flags, anything that is not a green flag, please acknowledge it, acknowledge how they treat you, but more importantly, acknowledge how you feel afterwards. Like, you know, when, when you guys have parted ways, like, Oh, I'll see you later. See you later. You know, they go their way. You go your way. You go home. You either they go home from spending the night at spending the night at your place or vice versa. You go home from spending the night at their place or, you know, the date ends and y'all both just go to y'all, y'all both go to, you know, you go home, he goes this way, whoever, you know, whoever you're with, they go their way, you go your way. 
you know, and just acknowledge how did you feel? How do you feel after that? You know, after that date or after that outing or hell, even after the sex, acknowledge how you feel because yeah, in those moments, things are great. You're cherishing those moments. And that's something else. I'm going to cherish each and every moment that me and that dude spent with each other from the FaceTime phone calls to just being on the phone to just, you know, being in each other's presence physically. I'm going to not I'm going to cherish that shit to my ending to my, you know, to, to my dying day. I'm going to cherish that. I'm going to cherish all of that versus, you know, just letting it pretending like it doesn't exist because we had a good time. I will remember the good times and for the not so good times, like, you know, being stood up twice, hell, being stood up really three times, things come in threes, uh, being <laughs> harshly broken up with for the second time. Because, again, the first time when he, quote unquote, put us on ice, which was me thinking that we were put on ice when in actuality that was him breaking things off. So, you know, me finally seeing it for what it is and no longer having blinders on and just making peace with it, making peace with it and leaving it in this year. But really, really, 2024 is where a lot of shit will crumble and die because we kept telling each other and telling ourselves Yo, I'm going to leave this shit in 2020. I'm going to leave this shit in 2021. I'm going to leave this shit in 2022. I'm going to leave such and such and all the shit I've been through in 2023. Yeah, we think that we are, but in a way, we carry stuff into the new year. But this coming year is the time where shit really will die. Because where a lot of us are headed is very pivotal. It's a very pivotal time. So, you know, in a way, what am I trying to say with this? You know, aside from telling you guys about the recent heartbreak, is that, you know, again, cherish the lessons that you learned. Pay attention to your decisions, your choices, how you feel about yourself. Don't ignore, again, don't ignore the signs, be they red, yellow, green, or orange, purple, blue, whatever. You know, pay attention. Pay attention to every interaction, to every relationship. How does everything make you feel? How does everybody make you feel? Cherish that. Cherish it. Cherish it and just hold on to it. If you don't do nothing else, hold on to that feeling. In the sense that you just, you hold on to it, put it in your reservoir and just remember, hey, okay, if a situation similar to this arises, I'll be able to catch it. If I can sense that I'm being manipulated, if I can sense someone not being honest with me, if I can sense someone breaking things off with me, but they're doing it this way. If I can sense how someone's trying to crack the mental fortitude that I have put up in order to, you know, get me to get my, to let my guard down, I'll know how to better act versus falling short and allowing yourself to be abused again, allowing yourself to be hurt again, allowing yourself to be led on and all of this, right? So, 2023, it's been one hell of a year. I can say that. I think we all can. It's been a year of just, just really, it's been an entire what the fuck moment, seriously. And 
while we're not out of while while the smoke hasn't cleared yet, I should say, because again, everything happening existentially, you know, outside of our own individual worlds, everything happening in the outside world that does affect us in some way, shape, and form to the economy and the inflation, to the wars and the genocide, to you know the the police state growing stronger and stronger, to you know, people just continuing to use and manipulate and abuse and dis- discard good people, which that's another thing. Hmm, I'll stick the pen in it. But to all of that, you know, we just got to keep your head held high, keep your spirits held higher, cry when you need to, cry to release, you know, and make sure that you ensure yourself, you reassure yourself. You let yourself know, hey, I matter at the end of the day. Me. I matter. Don't give a fuck what anybody else got to say. Real talk. Don't give a fuck what nobody else got to say. I got me. But going back to that point that I just mentioned about people who discard and use good people in their life, as my mother has told me and others, and even I have told others too, so you see how you know things are reciprocated, you cannot go around treating good people who are so good to you, so kind to you, and who love you. Whether you be broken or flawed, but especially if you are broken and you got good people who love you, but you treat them horribly, you cannot then expect to live a good life. Every dog has its day. And as the stylitics has taught us, payback is a dog. Every dog has their day. And a big dog has two days. And with that being said, that's another really a forewarning for those who have been doing that, doing this shit for most of their lives. Even with the pandemic and shit. But it's like, baby, and post pandemic telling you 2024 is going to really shake. It's going to shake all of us. There are those of us who will have a good year and there are those who baby. You may think you're going to have a good year, but whoo, girl, the way that you do people, that shit is coming back on you 30 fold. I know people say 10 fold, but bitch, we going to 30, 30 fold. Okay. That shit is coming back with a vengeance. So, you know, every dog has their day, baby. I need folks to understand that. And I, and I feel like, cause I called this out back in 2020. Um, this is the decade of exposure. This is the decade of things just being brought to light more and more. This is the decade where karmic cycles are happening so much. And, you know, karmic cycles are ending. And, you know, if you got good karma, hey, you're fine. But for those who have bad karma, look, what Lil' Kim say? Who the fuck want war? FedEx beef straight to your front door. Baby, that shit is coming you know, prime delivery, okay? Two-day shipping. Hell, probably same-day shipping. You don't know when, but baby Karma is checking her list like Santa Claus around this motherfucker. But see, Karma is not seasonal. Karma is year-round. I know some people don't believe in it. That's fine. Hey, whatever. But universe, some universal laws you just can't ignore. You know what I'm saying? Like some universal laws you just can't ignore. You can't. Because to ignore it is to then ignore the fact that, yo, Again, if you really are gullible enough to think you can use people over and over again, I got news for you, baby. 
I got news for you. And it's going to be that knock, knock, knock at the door. Who's there, you ask? Karma with a huge delivery, okay? With the sawed off shoddy, okay? Like, whoo. <laughs> but yes, um, man, this year has just been a lot. Like, as I think about it, this, as you know, we step into next year, I have a lot of great plans. I don't want to speak on just yet, and I'm not going to until it happens. Like, you'll see it when you see it type of thing. And that's something I, I picked up, I want to say, was it 2020 or 2021? Whenever I had picked it up of just, hey, stop telling everybody your plans. Even the people who you trust, don't tell them your plans. Like, don't tell them until shit comes to, until things come to fruition, until things happen for you. Don't tell them. Don't tell them until things happen for you. Because you got to be very cautious of who you talk to. Again, even those that you trust. Even those who, you know, whenever some shit goes down, you keep them in your prayers. They keep you in in their prayers. You have to still just be like, hey, you know what? Nah, I ain't going to. Because I want to ensure that these plans are kept close to the chest and that they are protected. These manifestations, these dreams, these materializations, these actualizations. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that they come to fruition. And when they do, hey, then it's time to share. Because not everybody, and even when you do share, you got to remember, not everybody is going to be happy for your success. Not everybody is going to (laughs) celebrate your love. Not everybody is going to celebrate your victories, your triumphant, triumphant wins. Not everybody's going to celebrate you when you cross those finish lines, because one thing about it, two for sure and three for certain. Life is a marathon. It's not a race. It's a marathon that keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Even when you are older, baby, as long as you're still above the ground, that marathon keeps going and keeps going. You just have to be willing to still learn. Because I remember, I feel like it was either this year or last year, but I feel like it was this year earlier, right? I was heading to work one day, had a driver, um, an Uber driver. He was an older gentleman, I believe in his 60s or 70s, but I want to say in his 60s. And I was telling him about how, you know, in 2021, I had got rid of some people. Well, after 2021 in the aftermath of the stuff that went down, I got rid of some people in my life, you know, and I just, I, you know, what did I say to this man? I'm trying to remember. I was like, oh, you know, if they're talking about me, hey, that just means I'm still on their mind, but I'm not talking about them because they're not on minds. So I said something like that about how, you know, I'm not really checking for them, which I'm not. And of course, him being, a, it was an older black man too. So he felt like he knows everything, right? And he said something about like, oh, no, it's like, you know, whatever they talk about, that's their business. I'm a mind minds. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I was... Then we and I, I, then we continue talking, and I was just like, you know, well, hey, you know, there's lessons to learn in life, you know, no matter our, no matter the age of a person, and clearly he got upset by that. He got triggered because he was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm at an age where I don't need to learn nothing else in life. Whatever I learned, I've already learned it. I done learned all the lessons I need to learn. I don't need to learn nothing else. Mm, by that logic, then you shouldn't be alive. 
because as long as you're alive, you're always going to learn. Now, of course, I didn't say that because at that point, it's like, all right, this conversation is not really conducive because you not really listening to me because of the age gap, which is fine. But it's like, dude, as long as you're above the ground every day, you learn, you're going to learn something new every day, every week, every month, every second, every minute, every hour on the hour. You're going to learn something else. You're going to learn something new. You're going to learn something new. Like one of my coworkers, another older gentleman, right? He said how he didn't learn this until today or until, you know, he got to the age of 65. And that was, you know, oh, you know, sometimes it's just when somebody talking to you, uh, it's just best to stay quiet and let them do the talking. Da, 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 Because eventually they tell on themselves, which is, you know, what I just told you all earlier. Right. And again, I'm 28. This dude is 65. You mean to tell me you just learned that? You just learned that it's okay to be observant with not just your eyes, but with your ears and not respond at all. You just learned that? Pretty sure you had ample amount of time to learn it, but because of how you have lived your life, you know, that was a lesson that you kept skipping over. It's only now at this age of, you know, 65, you have learned that. Huh. Interesting. Which is... What makes me appreciative of the lessons that I've learned, I've learned so many lessons early on that the older that I am getting, I'm ensuring that I don't repeat these same mistakes. And even when I feel like I am, I'm trusting myself more and more each day, each time to be like, hey, I, this situation that you are experiencing it feels like something from our past, right? You know, when I'm talking with my higher self and stuff like that and just talking with myself in general, it feels like something from our past, right? So with that in mind, huh? what are we going to do? Oh, I know what we're going to do. We're going to X this shit out. We're going to exit quickly, as quickly as we can. We're going to exit to ensure that, hey, this is where I got to leave you. Because I can't afford to bring you into this next chapter with me. Hell, some people, as the saying goes, not everybody is meant to go with you in the next chapter of life. And that's something that used to scare me, too. That's something that used to scare me because I used to feel like, well, damn, why is it everybody can't go with me? Especially when we have things in common. We're friends. Yeah, we have our moments. Yeah, we have our our, our, you know, arguments are this or that, but we still come back together. We still, you know, we're good. We apologize. Mainly it would be me apologizing. But, you know, hey, we apologize. Because, you know, people who don't apologize outright, you know, directly, they'll indirectly find ways to apologize. Like they'll cash app you randomly or they'll buy you something, something random as hell that you probably are like, oh, thank you. But in your mind, you're like, girl, you really don't know me because what the fuck? Like, Sir, what what the fuck is this, huh? Like, <laughs> you really be like, damn, what the fuck? Like, damn, do you really know me? But, you know, hey, whatever, right? But, like, they'll indirectly apologize. And it's like that indirect shit, I don't need that. I do not need indirect communication. No, be direct with me. And if you're afraid that you being direct is going to hurt me, I'm old. I'm a big boy now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man. I'm growing into a I'm growing into a grown man, but I'm growing. But I'm a man regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an adult. 
I can take it. If my feelings are hurt, I will let you know once you're finished talking. I'll say, hey, I respect it. And in the midst of you talking, when you said such and such, that was hurtful. And that's me letting you know, hey, might want to fix how you talk to people. Because in this moment, you weren't talking to me or talking with me. You were talking at me. So that's for you to go back and fix. Not just for me, but just in the future with whoever you talk with. I just... <sighs> yeah, man, I'm just I'm learning these lessons and I keep coming back to lessons. You know, so I keep coming back to it, y'all, because I want y'all to really hear me for those who, again, you may have gone through similar things as I or, you know, somebody who's going through it. And so, you know, just use my life as the reference point of like, hey, if he can get over it and overcome you know, the fake friends, overcome the dudes that have come into his life and hurt him, broke his heart. If he's able to overcome it, so can I. In whatever your situation is, you know, because I'm look, man, I'm just a young dude from the south side of Chicago. You know, born and raised in America. I identify as gay, <laughs> a gay black man, a black gay man from the south side of Chicago. I'm dark skinned. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, musician, songwriter, published author. (laughs) I'm a poet. I like to dance. You know, I'm just a very creative spirit. And I'm a majestic spirit at that. Like, I walk into the room and everybody's attracted to my light. Everybody's attracted to my light. Even the people who are no good for me, they're attracted to my light. And it'd always be those, it'd be those who are no good for us that we give a chance to, which is exactly what I deal with old boy, right? Gave him a chance because I was curbing him hard as fuck at first because I was still in a relationship with my now ex. I was curbing him so hard. I was like, but, and I was playful with it too. But even that, that was, that was that mental game right there. Like we were on the astral plane, like on some Professor X and uh, the Shadow King type shit where it was like a battle of the minds. And here I am just like, oh, boy, bad, whatever. I ain't, nah, 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 nah. you know what I'm saying? Curving him. But the whole time he knew, oh, he going to give me a chance. Like, because when somebody gets through your mental, when they get through your mind, because that's the, that <laughs> when somebody gets through your mind, see, now I'm cooking. When somebody gets through your mind, whoo, baby, when somebody gets through your Hey, what's up, everybody? Just wanted to remind you again and thank you all for tuning in to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. Please be sure to leave a five star rating and comments and feedback. I love that. But also, more importantly, it helps with pushing me and the show and my royal court, you all and my lovely guests who I have on here from time to time through the algorithm. Doing that helps all of us win in the grand scheme of things. So again, thank you for tuning in and be sure to leave a rating and tell a friend to tell a friend and leave a comment. We at the Royal Hour Podcast love you guys for that and we thank you and appreciate you all tremendously. Thank you. All righty. And let's get back to the show. When somebody gets through your mind, which by the way, Thank you for tuning in to the Royal Hour podcast. This is your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I know I've just been giving y'all this, these segments, like from that first segment to the second segment to the third segment. Fuck it. Like no intro. Y'all already know who it is. <laughs> but when somebody 
gets into your mind mentally, not all the way, but enough to where you feel like I I'm going to take a chance. And that's what I did. I took a chance on myself. I took a chance on him. I took a chance on us and what we could be. Right. So it's like once you got into my mind. Yeah, I gave it up and I should I don't regret it. Truth be told, I don't regret it because, who, baby, that was some of the best sex I had. Like, I ain't going to hold y'all. That, whew. Now, y'all know me. I'm a freaky prince, so I don't got no problem, you know, delving into my sexcapades, okay? Ooh, la, la, okay? Like, I don't have no problem with it. So, that was some of the best sex I, look, girl, if you, look, for anybody listening, be sure you got your headphones in. I'm pretty sure, if you've been listening to the Royal Hour Podcast long enough, you know to have some headphones in when you are listening to me, okay? Like, just like the Read, the Friend Zone, Sisters Who Kill Podcast. Uh, damn, who else? Damn, didn't I think about it? Quick, 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 quick. I don't know who else, but girl. Hell, Lovely T. Like, girl, look. Bondi Blue, Ashley Miller. Look, y'all know when y'all are listening to us, have some headphones in or be in a sp- private space, okay? Because, oof, we finna get X-rated just a little bit. Ah, just a little bit. Ah, ah. <laughs> But yes, like I said, I gave it up and I'm I'm all right with that because, again, that was some of the best sex I had. And that's and that'd be what it is, too, when you're dealing with a broken person. Is that when you're dealing with a broken person, the sex is great, but their mindset and their their mentality there is so warped. It's so warped that it's like, God damn, you are really fucked up. But the sex with you is so great. And that's what will keep me coming back. But when you realize that, okay, the sex can't be all there is to it. It got to be something else, you know, but also you got to watch out for people who are, because in real life, here's the thing, movies, art imitates life and life, life imitates art, but they are also, there's messages in a lot of films, even the ones that don't make sense. There's messages within those. And within that, like, let's get into the mythical creatures within these different films from the sirens of the sea to the banshees in the, you know in the graveyard and within the sea to you know the vampires to the succubuses and the incubuses see those are the ones that are real dangerous which they are a form of vampires too because they drain and they drain and they drain and they take and they take you know what i'm saying and they 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 take enough like it's like a vampire right i was thinking of this it's like a vampire who they drink enough of your blood but a they don't turn you into one of them which the in the case of this uh, metaphor in this scenario, the vampire is representing what it means to be jaded, what it means to be, you know, distorted, what it means to have a black hole, a void within you, what it means to be, you know, a user, to be a narcissist, to be an abuser, to be conniving, to be twisted and just all around evil, right? So they're not going to turn you into that, the jaded, disgusting version of yourself that even you wouldn't recognize. No, 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 no. They're not going to turn you into that. But also, they're not going to kill you either because, you know, if a vampire takes all of your blood and they don't turn you, you know, by also giving you some of their blood, whatever, whatever, how the vampire transformation works, you know, you'll be dead. So they don't kill you and they don't turn you. But they drain enough of your blood, enough of your life force, your energy, your vitality, the things that keep you, you. They drain enough and then they shoo off. They go back into the shadows. 
they disappear back into the shadows. Child, y'all would y'all would legit think because I have recorded episodes while off of edible or you know I've been drinking, I've been drinking, you know. But no, nah, baby, I'm sober. Okay, shout out to me. Ow. Anyway, <laughs> and I know right, my change is definitely banging the mic. Okay, so I don't got no jewels. <laughs> shout out to Remy Macha. That. Oh, I love my hip-hop queens because, baby, they, they give more quotables than the niggas, okay? Anyway, they go back into the shadows, the vampire, right? And you are just left there trying to recollect what happened. What the fuck? Where am I? What's going on? Why do I have these bite marks on my neck? Oh, shit. But in a way, they left their mark on you. They left their, they, they left their mark on you kind of like how a werewolf... In the terms of Twilight, but maybe this applies to werewolf mythology, how they leave their mark on you, they, their imprint on you, where it's like, hey, your minds, nobody else within this supernatural underground world can have you but me type shit. Right. And so they, you know, again, go into the shadows. You're left wondering what the fuck was going on. And you go on about your life. Right. You're like, OK, cool, whatever, you know, moving on like Maya. But then. The vampire comes back. And again, it's it's not to it's not to turn you into one of them, nor is it to kill you. It's just to keep draining you. But if they come back a third time or however many times you keep giving them a chance, eventually they will take so much from you that they do. They they kill you metaphorically. They kill you metaphorically, uh figuratively speaking, they do kill you. To where then that version of you, the good version of you, the kind version of you, the person who you have been since day one. That side of you, that version of you is now gone and dead. And now they have the vampire has turned you into one of them. But here's the getcha gotcha part. They turn you into one of them. But they don't want shit to do with you. Y'all not finna be like Lestat and, uh, damn, what's that new name? Louis. They, you know, you're not finna be like them, you know, the cup, the vampire couple, the vampire baddies, whatever, whatever. You know, you're not finna be with them. You're not finna be a part of the pack. Even though, you know, if they are a part of a pack or if they ride solo dolo, that's the difference too, right? Because vampires running packs. But you ain't gonna be their like their vampiric life partner, their mate for their eternal mate. No, 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 no. You're not going to be that. You're not going to be that. No, you're just gonna be out here, you know, a wandering soul, a, a wandering wither, if you will, just a wandering, <laughs> a wandering void. Now you've turned into them. Now you have a black hole in you. And so now you are turning every relationship that was meaningful in your life into something, into transactional. Everything's transactional. You're using people. You're disregarding people. You're, you're disregarding and discarding people. You are just so evil and vicious and conniving and just so, <laughs> you're distorted. You're a distorted version of yourself. And that's what they want. They want to break you. They want to break you so that you turn into them. But not so that you guys can be together. Oh, no. They just want to break you just so they can say, ah, you're not all that. You're no different than me. You're no different than the rest of us. And that. (laughs) 
Because I'm cooking right now, y'all. I am fucking cooking right now. That, that's the shit right there. That's the shit right there that just has you like, bitch, damn. I, you know, because <laughs> I'm being transparent like I always am. I would have let old dude break me. Break me down to where I would have turned into him. Just to have him in my life. Just to keep him closer. Just to be like, hey, we're in this together because I'm just like you now. When in the actuality, if I really were to have let him do that to me, he would have left my ass in the dust. Because, again, it's not to break you so that you become like them so that y'all are, you know, attached to the hip. Baby, no, this is to break you so that you just end up like them alone, alone with nobody to talk to, nobody to to, you know, lean on. Because really, you should, you know, depend on yourself because, you know, once you're an adult, it's like, hey, you you know, and I mean, you know, you got your family, your parents, you know, you can depend on them to an extent. But, you know, you got to provide for yourself for the most part as an adult. But, um, you know, they, they turn you into them because they see what you have. They see how you make. They see how you wear your trauma. They see how you wear your sadness, your sorrow. You wear that shit like it's just another piece of armor and you're like hmm, well once you turned it into a piece of armor and when they look at the details of said piece within the armor it's like holy shit you managed to turn that into into something and you know that's the beauty of being an artist per se the beauty and the curse i guess of like you know with this recent heartbreak yo here i am creating an episode of it for my podcast you know here i am you know being a a griot of sense, you know, a storyteller warning others. But you best believe I'm definitely going to probably make a script out of this shit, too, because it's like, yo, let me turn my pain into into art, therefore profit off of it. Right. Because, hey, you know, ain't, I don't like to play and dream about just getting paid. All right. Um, it's like, yeah, I'll definitely turn this into something. But it's just like, yo, this is how I. I, I paint visuals i paint visions i paint stories because some people are painters some people are sculptors you know some people you, you know we all create art in various different ways and so you know it's like again you you turn that shit into um into a piece of armor like i said and they see how you you wear it so well they see how you wear it so well because not everybody is able to deal with pain the way that you deal with it some people it takes them longer other people it may take them quicker or some people (laughs) they just ignore it which is really dangerous to ignore your feelings i I just want to make sure i'm saying that okay like can y'all hear me like it's 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 dangerous to ignore your feelings you should always acknowledge them because when you acknowledge your feelings when you acknowledge your pain it's easier to navigate through I promise you it's easier to navigate through when you acknowledge your feelings. It's easier to navigate and move through them. And when somebody, and even when you have trouble in terms of dating, like with old boy, right? <laughs> the magician. Fuck it. That's because that's what you are, motherfucker. Abracadabra fucking disappear, right? In and out like a fucking rabbit in the hat. When the magician was telling me that it was difficult to navigate through their feelings that first time when they really were trying to break things off with me. And I took it 
and I, and I interpreted it as us being put on ice. I should have knew right then and there. It's like, yo, you see that I'm willing to help you navigate through your feelings, but you don't want that because you don't know how to deal deal with your own feelings, let alone the feelings of another. When somebody is incapable, because here's the thing, I'm going to say this. My ex, however, who I was with for a year, he was honest about the fact that, hey, his, he's incapable of being the boyfriend that I needed and supporting my needs. So he had to support me differently, which I appreciate in hindsight, because it's like, yeah, you know what? I am a lot. I'm a lot. And again, you can't go picking certain pieces of me, the positive attributes, the certain things that you like and ignore everything else. I'm a lot. Sometimes I vent. Other times I rant. I rave. I cry. I bleed. You know, I get hungry. I get sleepless, you know, sleepy, restless, whatever, tired. I, you know, hormones jumping. I'm horny, whatever. I'm a human fool and fool. It can't just be the positive attributes or the ones that you like and deem suitable enough to see me. But you're only seeing me from a glass that is half full. You got to see the cup. You got to see me as a cup that is overflowing. And truth be told, my cup always is overflowing. Hence why I attract even the thirst, the the thirstiest of motherfuckers who want to not only drink from the overflow, but they want to drink the whole cup and leave that motherfucker empty. They want to drink from the whole cup and leave it empty. Okay? They don't just want the overflow. The overflow ain't enough. They want the they want everything about it. It's like drinking a well until it is dry and ashy. The walls are, you know, all white and pale and dusty. And, you know, again, it's ashy because the water is not there anymore. The fountain is is drained. There's no water coming from the pipes. The internal system, everything is drained. So the fountain is empty. The well is empty. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) Everything's gone. Because again, the vampire, (laughs) the vampire will not turn you into them right away. They're going to do it over time. They're going to keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. They won't turn you into them and they won't kill you just yet. But when they do, they're killing the version of you that is your authentic self so that you can become a distorted version of who they who they want you to be and who they see you as being. And they see you as being that because that's who they are. So they want to reflect that in you. They want to reflect that in you. But they'll be damned if you finna think that, oh, that means we're eternal mates for life. No, the fuck it doesn't. They just want to turn you into one of them. So you're another loner, a lonely vampire looking for your piece of prey to do the same thing, to enact what has been done onto you. It's a vicious cycle of non-reciprocation and draining and abuse that will only continue until... The victim, the person who is being abused, stands up to stands up for themselves and says, you know what? I'm taking my power back. And how do you take your power back is you stand on business and you. Oh, excuse me, y'all. You let that person know. Hey, look, especially when you know that they're going to come back, especially when you know that they are going to come back, that should you come back. You're going to respect me. Should you come back? You know what my limits are. 
straight and to the point. You know what my limits are. Should I even be foolish enough to let you back in? You know what it is and I'm going to know what it is. That the shit is only temporary. Because somebody who really wants to be with you forever, for real, for real, and hold you down, that stability, you'll know it when you see it. You won't have to question it. You won't always have a, a, a weird gut feeling. You'll have a good gut feeling. Because not all gut feelings are bad all the time. You know, when your ears ring and it's non-medical related, that's not always a bad thing. You know, when you when you feel that that stuff in your body, it ain't always a bad thing. You'll know you'll be able to have that discernment that you tapped into to realize, OK, I'm seeing more green flags than I'm seeing red. I'm seeing that you are simply flawed and not broken. But that all comes from lessons that you have to learn. And especially because I've been going through my I've been going through my Saturn return too, which who Jesus Christ, I can't wait for this shit to be over. OK, because this but the Saturn. The Saturn return is really what you make it once you start understanding what Saturn is doing to you and for you. Especially with where it sits in my house, I'm starting to really, really delve deep into it more because I'm like, whoa, OK, now I'm seeing what you're trying to teach me. Damn, Mr. Saturn, you motherfucker, you like, damn. But I'm understanding what you are teaching me. And I'm thankful for what you are teaching me, even when it comes at the cost of my my heart, my feelings, my emotions. You know, even when it comes at the cost of stuff that I can heal, I can heal and bounce. I've been able to bounce back from heartbreaks. It just takes time. And being in therapy, whew, that also helps, too. Being in therapy also helps, too, because that way you have somebody who helps you to remind yourself and hold you accountable and responsible and helps you with, OK, hey, this let's navigate through it this way or, hey, navig try navigating through it this way and see how that makes you feel versus you having to always do it on your own. And that's because also as an Aquarius, too, like, child, we do not like to ask for help. OK, we don't. We would rather suffer in silence. But I'm kind of tired of suffering in silence. So I'm like, hey, let me go ahead and do some therapy. And, you know, for however long I can I can do it. And, you know, just get that help that I need. For real, get that help that I need. Because, whoo, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. OK, but no, seriously, I just um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the journey. I am thankful I'm thankful, man. I'm, I'm so fucking thankful. I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for it all, man. I'm thankful for it all. I'm thankful for the journey. I'm thankful for the lessons. Because if I would have just ignored everything that this year and these past like three to four years has taught me, baby, when I tell you 2024 would be legit hell on earth for me because this has just been ghetto as fuck okay this year in particular uh because really 2021 and 2022 you know that was just those years were really just a time of like all right the process of cleaning house has started because that is what i had prayed for i prayed for things to be revealed to me and baby i'm seeing okay i am seeing so much shit you know how like when you were a kid and you be saying, oh, I can't wait till I get, wrong, get grown, da, 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 da. and the adults around you are like, yeah, wait and see. Bitch, I'm seeing now. I am shit. I'm seeing now. I am seeing it, okay? The struggle, the strife, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing, okay? I'm seeing it now. 
But I'm seeing it in a space where I'm able to acknowledge what it is. I'm able to have access and, you know, from a place of privilege, because, you know, getting access comes from a place of privilege. It does. But um, I'm able to acquire the help that is needed outside of myself. I'm able to tap into my spirituality, tap into my intuition and my discernment more, especially after this year and with me and the fucking magician. And I'm just able to remind myself, even when I feel like, you know, I did something wrong that I didn't. I don't I I didn't do shit wrong. Loving someone, be they broken or flawed, you didn't do nothing wrong. It's not wrong to love someone because when you love like me and some of my, a few of my friends and even my mom, we love hard. And one thing about it, two for sure and three for certain, is that we're able to, as, my, as one of my friends, she really had like, she was like, nah, listen, you're able to love people, men in particular, that are either broken or flawed, and you're able to bounce back from it when shit don't go right. And that says something. That's a testament to your character. And she was right. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. But she, but what she said, though, was along those lines of like, yo, you're, you're capable of love. Because nowadays in this world, it's hard to really find love that is genuine. From friendships to romantic partnerships, that shit is tough. Because everybody is low-key using everybody. It's hard to find people that are like, you can trust them. You can count on them. And they got your fucking back. Because they see how you have their back. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this year, Jesus Christ, 2023, while you can go to hell, I know for certain that 2024 is going to treat me well and it's going to treat all of us well. Those of us that are preparing for it, too, because those who are not preparing spiritually, emotionally, um, yeah, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, baby, whew, you finna go through it. Not that I'm wishing bad on anybody, just to understand. Please understand. It's not wishing bad on anybody. This is more so, hey, <laughs> this is how this is going to go. Life is finna really wreck you and you're not ready for it because you didn't prepare for it. Or, hey, you finally finna fucking start winning. You're finally going to feel the triumphant, the triumphant energy within you. You're tapping into yourself, your inner strength. You're tapping into your inner warrior. You're, the healing is still going, but the healing is helping you to elevate. It is time. You are about to be rewarded type shit, you know? So when you know what type of time the universe is about to be on and you're getting in tune with that, again, you're preparing yourself. Because as they say, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Don't know if y'all heard me. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Because if you, <laughs> another phrase that I do love, if you, what is it? Is, is it if you, um, you fail to prepare, you pre yep, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Once again, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. You prepare to fail for real. Like that's some real shit. You got to think about it. Like think about like 
when you were studying for a test. I know, right? I'm kind of like really go, dragging this out, but y'all love that shit, okay? <laughs> when you prepare for a test, a math test, algebra, discrete math, ge- uh, geometry, I was going to say geology, whole nother subject, <laughs> ge- uh, geometry test, trigonometry, whatever, and you've been studying and studying and studying, you know, yeah, you may you might get a few wrong on the test, but you still get about a good 87, 88, 95, you know what I'm saying? Hell, even a 75, 76, 77 versus the person who just said, oh, nah, Chad, I ain't finna study. I got this shit in the bag. What you got in the bag? Because you didn't even fucking study. You didn't even pay attention in class. You, you didn't pay attention or you barely paid attention. You felt like, oh, oh, this shit easy. I got this. But then when that test is in front of you, everything that you that you swore up and down, oh, I got this. Oh, this easy. It's, it's looking like gibberish to you. Meanwhile, the person that prepared themselves, because, again, we, you never know what's on the test until it's right in front of you. But when you prepare yourself enough, you're like, OK, I see what the teacher did here. They're trying to test my comprehension skills. If I can remember what we learned, just they're giving it to me in a different way. Ah, OK. Hmm. Okay, so I know what this square root is. I know what this fraction is going to be. I know what this answer is. Da, 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 da. Again, you may get a few wrong, but you're going to still pass versus the person who got a 55, a 44, a 33. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, girl, whew, you failed that. <laughs> and don't let it have been your midterm or your final exam because that means you got to repeat. Oh, shit. And if you, like myself, are tired of repeating the same class in this case the same lessons within the school of life just be more wise but in being more wise be kinder to yourself give yourself the the same amount of grace that i gave the magician the compassion i gave him the kindness that i extended the tender love and care that i gave to the magician that gotta come right back to me that has to come right back to prince onyx it has to because if i if i let it get away from me. That means that, oh, shit, the door is open. The window is cracked a little bit. The vampire is going to the vampiric uh, magician is going to come back. I was going to say ma- ma- musician. Child, look, anyway, the the vamp- the vampiric magician is going to come back and bite me again and feast off of me. Oh, no. Fuck that. <laughs> so, you know, stand in your power. Don't let them take your power. And even when they do take your power, reclaim that shit. As soon as you get your head right and you know how you want to approach it, you hit them up, not on some, ooh, I hope we get back together, I'm so sorry type shit. Nah, you hit them up and let them know, A, in very subtle, in, in a very direct way without outright saying, I'm taking my power back from you, I'm reclaiming my time. Nope, you just say what you need to say and boom. You leave it at that fucking mic drop. Boom. So, whew, y'all, that is uh, all I got <laughs> for right now. I hope that all of this made sense. I know I was like all over the place. I really do. I know I was all over the place, y'all. It's just, this was on my heart. Y'all know me. Y'all come from straight off the dome, from my heart to y'all. Again, just be wise, you know, for what, all the lessons that you learned this year and these past three to four years. Remember them as you step into 2024 because it's going to determine a lot for you guys, a lot for us as the collective from the royal court to, you know, everybody else like, yo, this is this is a pivotal year coming up. Um, anybody who has hurt you, did you wrong? Don't waste your time getting revenge on them because that's what you think you should do. Stay gracious and, you know, 
Best revenge is your paper, but also your best revenge is you standing, you know, shining steel and standing on business and showing them and everybody else who's hurt you. Hey, <laughs> you tried to destroy me. You tried to break me, but I'm still here. I, I still have good karma, good energy. People still fuck with me. They rock with me. And I love it. I love it. I love it here. Because when you really have a zest for life, which is a, which was another thing that attracted the magician to me, was my zest for life. When you love life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and again, you're able to wear that shit like, like a fucking, like a fucking scarf, a hat, a fucking bomb ass jacket, you know, a a, a, a bomb ass sweater, some socks, some some sexy little underwear, whatever, or even some regular box of briefs, whatever. Like you wear that shit like. Like, you know, like it's clothing, like a piece of armor. Yo, you're going to be all right. It's just getting to the all right part. And honestly, we are going to get to the all right part. We are going to get to the all right part. I promise y'all that we're going to get to the all right part. I know I am. My friends know that I am. My mother knows that I am. Like, you know, because again, my mom and a few friends know about what happened with me and the magician. And plus, they've all said the same thing. He will be back because, you know, come on now. Look at me. You, I know who I am. He know who I am. You know who I am, sir. You're going to be back. But it's just a matter of, hey, hmm, do I accept you coming back? And if I do, yikes on bikes, of course, right? But if I do, if I do, here's my limits. You know what the fuck is up this time around. So, hmm, you may tread lightly or you may not bother at all. I'm thankful either way. I wish you well and that's all there is to it. But all right, y'all, I am getting ready to sign out of here, even though I really want to like stay and give y'all more. I might. I don't know. But I feel like this is this is for me to sign off. <laughs> um, just had to stop in and give you guys some updates about my life, but also just reassure y'all that. I'm going to be all right, and y'all are going to be all right, too. It's just getting into the all right part. I know it may not seem like it's coming anytime soon, but it is. The It don't rain forever. The sun does come back out eventually. It's just, you know, hey, the weather will change. The sunny days will come. You know, the good times will come, and they will... They'll be worth it. They'll be worth every tear, every every setback, every cutback, every send off, every rejection, every every hurt, every breakup, every everything. It'll be worth it. The losses, the trials, the tribulations. It'll be worth it. And I'm choosing to believe that because I know it to be true. So it is written. So it is said. So shall thy will be done. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Ashe and amen. So yes, we are going to sign out, you guys. This is Prince Onyx. Last episode of the year. <laughs> I don't know, maybe 2024 I'll get a uh, get a sound effect thing going on. Who knows? But, you know, you know shit, I don't know. You know, play my cards right, you know, might be recording from a, a space where it's like, hey, somebody got that for me. Ew. <laughs> and can put it in there. 
But this is Prince Onyx signing off. I pray that you guys have a wonderful uh, holidays with your family, your friends, your significant others, whoever you are with. And I pray that you have a safe New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And let's bring in 2024 ready for the victories, ready for the triumphant returns and wins and shedding what no longer serves us and standing on business. All right. Peace out. I love y'all lots. I will talk with y'all real soon. And yeah, I will see you guys in 2024. Peace. Hey guys, what's going on? I just wanted to let you guys know before we get on up out of here with your good guy here, Prince Onyx, I just want to let you lovely people know where you can find me. So if you are in the TikTok streets, you can find me at Prince of the Go. That is P-R-I-N-C-E. O-F-T-H-E-G-O and the go is short for Chicago or you can just simply type in Prince Onyx and I will pop up. Now that same name I just gave you, Prince of the Go, you can also find me under that same moniker over at Instagram. You know, trying to keep in tune with the whole Prince royalty background you know, the brand. (laughs) And you can also find me under my second Instagram Prince of Gotham with the number one and Gotham like, you know, Gotham City, you know, in case you guys haven't put, put two and two together comic book reference. And you guys can also find me at Fanbase Prince Onyx. And you can also find me on these Twitter streets, Prince Onyx World. Now that after you spell out Prince, the Onyx is O-N-Y-X, all capitalized, and World is spelled W-R-L-D. So it's World minus the O, and that is all capitalized as well. So be sure that you are following me and keeping up up to date with me and staying in touch with me as I want to hear from you lovely people. And other than that, we will go ahead and get on up out of here. So I love you guys lots. And let me know your thoughts on this recent episode. Until we meet again peace oh and how could i forget you can also find me on youtube prince onyx hello come on now i'm definitely trying to keep this brand going and going and going and going not even trying i am keeping this brand going but again i just want you guys to know where you guys can find me all right talk to you later peace